Hi. Oh, we got video. Oh, Hello. video. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> Wait. What's up? Does that work or not work? <laughs> no, it works for us. Okay. Totally. Hello, Boujou. Welcome to Native Lights Bidapi. I'm your host, Leah Lem. And I'm your other host, Cole Primo. And this is the podcast where we connect with the Native community here in Minnesota during the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, providing connection in these physical distancing times. That's right. And today we are speaking with Maggie Thompson. Maggie's the owner, designer, and artist at Mukwa Studio. Nice. Let's go. Well, thanks for joining us. And I think we'll just jump right in if that works for you, Maggie. Yeah. Can you please introduce yourself? Um, hi, my name is Maggie Thompson. Um, I'm Fond du Lac Ojibwe, and I grew up in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, I am a textile artist with a focus in knitwear and, I guess, mixed media fine art, as I would describe it. Cool. So how have you been? Um, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I guess I'm just um, in isolation at home. I live in an apartment building in St. Paul. So I moved pretty much, not everything, but just what I would need um, for my studio in Minneapolis to my apartment and have been able to continue knitting and then sewing masks, um, which is a new project that I've undertaken um, since the outbreak. Yeah. Before we get into that, how does Mukwa Studio normally operate? Normally, I guess it kind of covers like my fine arts practice and then knitwear business where I use a hand-driven knitting machine to produce hats and cowls primarily. Nice. And so how has your operation changed since the COVID-19 pandemic arrived? So I first heard about the shortage in PPE from friends out east in New York. And then Alina Health uh, here in the city has put out a call to community members to sew cotton masks for their healthcare workers. So I have started working full time, basically knitting orders and sewing masks um, between 14 and 16 hours a day. Wow. Oh. So you started sewing ribbon masks. Could you tell us the significance of the ribbon masks? Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like a symbol of identity. So it's like I see someone wearing ribbon and, you know, I, I identify them as either being native or like an ally. Yeah. It's like our ribbon skirts. It's like our um, ribbon shirts, <laughs> but for your face. <laughs> yeah. Also thinking about how like ribbon came from the French settlers and was adapted into native culture and clothing. Um, so I think about like adaptation and survival, which is um, what everyone's having to go through right now. And then also just taking the time to like make something beautiful has been helping me get through this, I think. Also for every ribbon mask sold, we're then able to donate to masks so that's kind of an effort to like keep that going pay the bills and then unexpectedly I'm able to like pay two other people to help out as well so it's helping to support other artists friends I saw that today you did a post saying that you finally found a good working rhythm for the masks like could you describe that like how do you keep up with demand I mean it, it's hard it's challenging just like figuring out workflow like 
being in an apartment, it's like a 700 square foot apartment with two rabbits. <laughs> and like when I made that post, it's like I finally like organized my apartment. Uh-huh. I got like the necessary equipment and just figuring out a good workflow within the apartment and like doing things in like bulk instead of like one by one. And I, I literally just bought this new sewing machine part that has just like save so much time game changer it is it's like i've been able to produce twice as many masks today than i have been able to in the last two weeks for one day what's that number for the ribbon masks it's about 25 masks and then for the cotton masks those are a lot faster i can usually finish between eight and ten an hour wow (laughs) that's awesome for the first time in our married lives my husband bought a sewing machine. Uh, Daniel bought a sewing machine uh-huh. a couple of weeks ago and has been making masks. You know, he might do two in a day, maybe. I don't know. It takes a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just look over his shoulder like, very good work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mentioned like how much you work every day, like 14 to 16 hours. How do you keep yourself sane, you know, take <laughs> some time to relax, you know, during that type of workload. I mean, I get a good night's sleep, I feel like. You know, it's usually I exercise a lot and I think that's one thing I have not been doing well on that I hope to change within like the next week. That's important. That's important. Every couple days my partner comes over and we go on like social distance walks <laughs> together. Um I don't know, but I also like really love working. Like I love making and I think I've always kind of just been that way ever since I was a kid. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I was like a, a single child. So it was just like the way I entertained myself was by making. And you studied making stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got my BFA in textiles from the Rhode Island School of Design. That's cool. And I'm actually looking at your Instagram right now and I see that, you know, you have like buns yeah is that just one of your (laughs) bunnies or is that both of your bunnies or it should be both of my bunnies one of my bunnies doesn't particularly like people so she's always hiding (laughs) (laughs) but yes how are they doing during all this uh i think they're a little freaked out because they're not used to me being home all the time oh yes they're doing a lot of hiding (laughs) under the couch (laughs) <laughs> oh, so they like roam free? Yeah, they're they're litter trained. Nice. I have like a carpet track for them so they can run around my apartment because they don't like concrete. All my floor is concrete. Oh, they keep me company. <laughs> <laughs> How is your family doing? Like, are you keeping up with them like through Zoom chats or whatever? Yeah, I try and talk to my mom every day. She's not too far in Columbia Heights. Hmm. And sometimes we'll, <laughs> she's also helping out a lot with the project. Hmm. We'll like meet in a random parking lot and like trade fabric. Feels really shady. <laughs> but it's like nice to see her <laughs> from a distance. She's an artist too, but she's taking this time to like finish a book that she's been working on for years, so it's nice to wow. hear that she's completing that project. Oh, that's so cool. Um, have you had a chance to do some reflecting, I don't know, while you're sewing maybe on this time at home? Yeah, I mean, I do think about relationships a lot and all kinds of relationships. And then trying to be more engaged in like politics. It's something I've always kind of struggled with, keeping up with the news, 
um, and all of that. Um, I feel like I'm getting to know people in my building better, even though I'm like staying distant from them. But it's like, since we're all home, it's like whenever I go outside for a little break, it's like, I'll see someone new, but they've been here for five years, you know, like those kind of things. So it's like a time for people to like slow down and just realize things around them or people who have been around them that they've just never noticed. Yeah. Relationships. That's a biggie for sure. Cool. Well, thanks for chatting today, Maggie. Oh, thanks. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Appreciate your perspective today. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate your time. I know you're yeah. super busy. <laughs> thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye now. So like the wind. <laughs> there you go. I should have asked about it. Dang it. Like if she gets like into like a zone as she's like doing the masks, like you gotta, <laughs> when you're doing eight to 10 masks, like an hour or whatever. Yeah, it's... that takes focus. You know, you can't be watching Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Big thanks to Maggie Thompson for joining us. Native Lights Bidapi is produced by Minnesota Native News and Ampers, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. If you'd like to help us spread the word about Native Lights, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, and every major listening app, as well as minnesotanativenews.org. And if there's someone you'd like to hear us catch up with, please send us an email at nativelights@ampers.org, or find Minnesota Native News on Facebook or Instagram.